This podcast was brought to you by mtgcast.com and please check out www.tcgplayers.com for your best place to buy cards online. Yo, 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 what's going on? Welcome to another episode of The Brainstorm. I'm your host, Tyrone, here with my homies. Finally got four people doing this podcast this week. Got my buddy Phil, my buddy Toby, and my man Jonesy. What's going on, folks? What's up, everybody? Howdy, howdy. I said the first. <laughs> Slow there, Toby. Come on, man. Got to jump in on the ball, man. Yo, That's so, all right. <laughs> Also, I want to thank everyone for joining us here on the brainstorm this week, episode number five. Ah, episode, I can't believe we did five episodes. And to me, you know, I mean, well, not to me, but mostly to other people, that's not really a lot. But actually, finding time to do a podcast each week and able to have all my homies on here with me, you know, it's you know, it's a great thing to talk about magic every week because you know, it's just what it is. But uh. We missed uh, Toby. Toby last week, you know, he had some um, had to get down, get, get to down with the uh, JLB. But you know, he's back with us this week, and he's bringing us two. You know, he's the deck doctor of uh, MTG Brainstorm, so uh, he brought us two decks this week. He's gonna be breaking it down for us. Uh, we got our draft, draft did yo did. Got a uh, boy Phil. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's gonna be uh, breaking down the, the draft aspects of uh, things this week, and uh, we got our. Uh, uh, actually, I was, we've been trying to think of a name, you know, for uh, a buddy of Jonesy's uh, email, but, you know, I was just thinking about it, you know, he's like the Professor X of the group. So, uh, but he's going to be bringing... He's not bald and old. No, just, just the mind, <laughs> yeah. just the mindset. I have more hair than all y'all combined. Yeah, true. Yeah, you're true. Handy. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, I can't be Professor X, you know, because I'm a, I'm a brother, so, you know. And, and Wait a unless, minute. You know, unless, unless, unless you want to be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> unless they change the uh, X-Men universe to, of uh, Press Best being black. But until then. But they changed Nick Fury. Why not? Yeah, true that. True. And it was talking about changing Captain America to be a black brother, too. But uh, that's nowhere here and there. But, uh, that won't happen. He's from 1940. Uh, yeah. Oh, dang. That's even cold, man. <laughs> but um, just going to go here soon and just. You know, explain, you know, some new things, you know, uh, maybe, uh, Toby's gonna give his insight on the whole, um, banning of Jace and, uh, Stoneforce Mystic. And, uh, oh, are you ready for my insight on that one? Yeah. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Oh, man. But, uh, also, I wanna give a shout out to, uh, mvgcast.com. Last week, they was having some troubles. They were talking about that. They may have been hacked and stuff and everything, but hope everything works out with that, cause, you know, so we can bring out another glorious week of the brainstorm. So, um, so right now we're gonna start off with Toby. We're gonna let him break down since he missed out last week. Let him go ahead and, uh, uh, let him cover his tracks on, uh, his decks and plus the banning on, uh, on, uh, Jason, uh, Stoffer Mystic. So Toby, go ahead and break it down, man, and, you know, just go ahead and explain whatever, whatever you want to start. It doesn't, what point doesn't matter. Just, you know, just let us know what's, what's popping, so. Okay. Commanders came out a couple weeks ago. So, I made my own EDH deck. 
Um, uh, I made it black and blue with Rexel the Risen Deep as my uh, commander. Nice. I could talk about a commander deck for about three hours because there's so many combos in here. This is oh, uh, this dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is black and uh, black and blue. My two favorite colors. Lots of big stuff. Lots of kick ass. Lots of just why? Because I like it. Uh, counter spells. Bring things back from the dead, or just discard the stuff you don't want to cast and bring it back with, you know, various uh, spells. Like I said, Commander decks you could literally talk about for an hour. Just because there's so much stuff yeah. in them. Uh, 99 cards. cards in each deck. Yeah, 99 and 100 on the Commander. And the trick ain't uh, one. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when Tyro figures out this whole uh, internet making thing, uh, he'll put this link up. You guys check it out. Oh, I figured maybe, it out. It's not maybe my fault. we can do like a comment section in end of the decks and be like, "Well, Toby, you suck at playing Magic," and then you can tell me why I suck at playing Magic. Yeah, though um, uh, I'm gonna break that down <laughs> in there. As um, I find out a way to do it, but it's just uh, a lot of preparing for the show and uh, getting through the loops and uh, problems with this uh, new host I'm trying to work with. But I finally figured it out. But uh, we will get that up. But go ahead and finish what you're gonna say, man. My bad's cutting in. It's all right. Yeah, so, you know, if we can work out to figure out how to do comments and stuff like that, or you can send me a Twitter and tell me why my deck sucks, uh, you can always do that at, at MTG Deck Doc. Um, so there you go. Check it out. We'll at least put links up. The second deck I call Copycat. Oh, the first one I call. I see what you did there. This one I call Copycat. I personally, you know, I've really kind of stopped playing in the hardcore tournament scenes, so I've gotten really casual. I love casual decks because I can do a lot of really fun things with them. This is my newest casual deck, Copycat. Everything in here copies everything you did. Anything you can do in your deck, I can do it as well and maybe better. Uh, this deck has got four clones, four Vesuvian doppelgangers, two Vesuvian shapeshifters, two unstable shapeshifters, two Shakashima the Imposters, two escape shapeshifters, and four Amiiboy changelings. Like I said, this is all about going, oh, okay, progenitus. Cool. I'll use my Shakashima the Imposter, and now I have a progenitus, and I'll bounce yours. Because I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's, all it's, That's, That's all it's for. Uh, I put in brainstorms, counterspells, counter spells, mental missteps. Brainstorms, um, my man. <laughs> well, you need to be able to draw. And like I yeah. said, drawing cards in Magic is power. Yeah. I also put an interesting little thing in there called the Mirror Gallery from the Kamigawa block. Legend rule no longer applies. Love wow. that. Wow. I have yeah. not seen that card. Oh, man. The things. Uh, yeah. Four I can, have, yes. I can have five Malfagors if that's what I want. Anything. You name a legend, I can have, with this deck, I can have nine of any one legend in play. Shock no right of replication in there, Toby? No, it's too expensive. Yeah. And see, what I did with, like, the boomerangs, they're not for their creatures, they're for my creatures. My clone comes into play early, excuse me, because it's kind of cheap. Then they bring out something more expensive that's better for the copy. I bounce my clone, recasting. And now I have a copy of what you had in play. Nice. Shakashima the Imposter is a mirror gallery in and of herself. She is a clone that does not copy the name of the legend. She retains her own name. So legend rules don't apply to her. 
All the other clones, they re- they get their names. So the mirror galleries are in there for them. That yes, there are two maze of iths in here. These are hard to find, and usually, what does it say right now? Uh, they run forty dollars a piece. You do not have uh. to put those in there. But Maze of Ith is one of my favorite cards in the entire game. Love Maze of Ith. That's uh, Yeah. That's all this deck does. Anything you can do with creatures, I can do as well, and maybe do it better. Very nice, man. This, I mean, I sitting here looking at it, man, you know, you know, past few weeks, and I had comments, like, uh, when a new Freshia came out, well, then, um, a new Freshia, um, Metamorph came out. I was yeah. like, oh, this is just another clone card. But, I mean, the way that you broke it down here, $147.40, you know, here on tcgplayer.com, that's not really, a, you know, really a bank card, because if you like, take out those, uh, Maze of Ifs, I mean, that's, what, almost so much out of there, so. But, uh, that's, I, I like this deck very, very, very much. I wish I could play it. Okay. Then, the other thing that I was asked to talk about, Jace the Mind Sculptor and the Stone Forge Mystic going on the ban list effective Friday, July 1st, 2011. There, there is an exception to this, though. The War of Attrition event deck that you could have gotten um, will be... The Stone Forges in there are still legal as long as you do not alter, edit, or do anything to the War of Attrition deck. Which I don't think stone- anybody should do that. Just because they banned it, why would you give them more money because they made a marketing mistake and reprinted the card and then banned it? Yeah, well, just that. But like I said, you can't edit the deck in any way. And it's the only way you'll ever be able to Stoneforge Mystic again in standard. Thank God. Um, (laughs) Well, I was like, this... uh, Wizards put out an article, which is a really good read, um, why they banned. Because they generally don't ban things in the current block. No, they no. wait until it goes into Legacy or you know, some other uh, format or extended formats or Legacy formats. Uh, the reason they did this is over the past couple of months, they've done a bunch of you know data mining and stuff like that to see what decks are winning cuz they always want to know so when they invent so when they're inventing the next block they can kind of tailor and let those you know like oh blue is really powerful so let's do a little more boosting to say red in the next set in in a straw that comes out later this year maybe we can boost a little more in that one so people can get a little more color variation cuz for a long time white was a dominant color i mean white just beat people's ass then black what you <laughs> White people ruled in the very beginning. Now it's kind of spreading out. We're having a rainbow color <laughs> of of magic, but so you'll see that like in the um, Zendikar blocks, black got a huge boost. I mean, the vampires were a big boost to black, and you see that like because in the Alara block and the blocks before it, black was kind of a weak color. Then they got the big boost with the vampires. They booted Jace the Mind Sculptor and the Stone Sword Mystic out. Because there were um, nothing, nothing was beating this deck. <laughs> nothing. Another thing I I wanted to add in that with the uh, the reason that that was banned uh, at the local store here, the guy told me that they did a number crunch at uh, the last Pro Tour qualifier. I think. 
I think it might have been Paris, but I'm not 100% on that. Uh, 88% of the people in that tournament had Jace and Stoneforge Mystic, or Jace the Mind Sculptor, more than two Jace the Mind Sculptors in their deck, and 70-some percent had Jace and Stoneforge Mystic out of that 80%. That's a, that's a lot. That's not... I mean, that's ridiculous. That's that's yeah. way way. There's no balance. They always talk about they try to balance everything, and they ain't balancing the crap. I mean, that that many cars in there. I mean, that that I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. That like when I heard that, I wasn't as upset. The last episode we did, I just complained for about 15 minutes about <laughs> them banning Jace. But the the only reason I was upset about that is because I can think of all the people. Including stores, which probably don't make uh, that much money to begin with. They probably just, you know, get by like everybody else that buys all these Stoneforge Mystics up for 12, 12 some dollars or whatever, $15 to sell them for 20. And now they're worth who knows what now, but probably six bucks by now or yeah. if even that. It- We'll let Jones talk. Just chill out. The uh, the big thing, <laughs> the big thing also is Wizards has always had this "we don't want cards to get too expensive" uh, mantra. They were like, "We want to make sure everyone who wants the card can buy it and play it." Oh, BS! You are not hey. saying. See, I don't uh, like that though because I like collecting some of the cards. Well, yeah. I mean, they they let some of them go really expensive. The Power Nine do not count, and old cards don't count in this. I'm talking in the standard block. Yeah. You know, most cards in the standard block never go above fifty bucks. Jason, the first like three weeks went up to hundred and fifty bucks. I mean, overnight. Right. And it's one of those I, wizards. Wizards wants people to play in their standard, in their FMN. That's, that's their huge push. That's a and every time, every time I turn off duels of the planeswalker, they're like, "Go play FMN." I'm like, okay, it's their push, and they want everybody to play standard. So. When a card gets over a hundred bucks, they do something. They either reprint it to make it cheap, or they did something drastic like this and banned it outright. The, I think there was a lot of key, a lot of things going into the banning, but it's this is the way it is. I can definitely say I'm glad to see everybody have to remake. Obviously, eighty percent of people out there, according to that are playing Jace and Stoneforge Mystic, and that's not fun for me. Like, I wouldn't want to go to a tournament and play against seven Cawblade decks. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's it not fun at all thing. to me. That's one thing I could say. I'm definitely excited to see what new decks people are going to play. And yeah. I'm sure all the people that jumped on the Cawblade bandwagon will probably play Valakut or Splinter Twin right now, but yeah. hopefully... Some people just make their own decks, like make new decks, instead of doing that, because I've seen enough of Valakut already, too, and that doesn't have much more time left in it anyway. Yeah, true that. It was like, like this week um, at a, at a F&M, that's pretty much all the decks that was really out there were... Um, were um, the, Valakut. Yeah, the, the Valakuts and the, and the Split the Valakut, Splitter Twin, and the last week for the Callblade. A lot of people, a lot of people, bringing them out and stuff, and um, and uh, I, I didn't face any until the end. It's just like I don't know what it is. It's like poison decks are always drawn to my ass, man. I mean, it's like first guy played poison, I'm like oh my god, next guy played poison, I'm like uh. Oh. Then 
and I was able to get in and play against a normal, you know, like a normal person, and I went, I went too old. You know, because the deck I, I, I have is not really been around against poison, but I'll, I'll break down into my, uh, my. Those poison people just ain't right. No, they, <laughs> they, they ain't, man, because, you know, it's just, it's, it's like the poison deck that, uh, that Toby did for us, uh, what was it, show two? Show, show two, show two, show three. No, it was three. the last show. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the last show that we broke it down on is, is basically that same type of bullcrap. You play a card next turn, do a landfall, and the creature gets plus two, plus two, then, and you play another one, and he, then get, then basically hits me for eight damage, and, you know, it's just, and, and I, I didn't, I didn't put in any, I didn't get a chance to, to put in any of my, um, mental missteps, or, or anything like that, but once they weren't able to draw, I was able to just to, just to burn the crap out of them, so. There is one another thing I wanted to say too about Splinter Twin. If anybody's having trouble playing against Splinter Twin in their Friday Night Magic, uh, New Phyrexia has a card, Urabrask the Hidden. It's a red, red. It's a red legendary creature for five. It's a four, four. It gives all your creatures haste, and creatures your opponents control enter the battlefield tapped. Which is my deck. Splinter Twin. It's in my deck. And um, what helped me uh, last uh, this week playing was um, I was able to I didn't I didn't beat the guy but uh, I I beat him the first time I did beat him the only reason I was able to knock him out and because I took away Splitter Twins is because I used Memberside to uh, declare out his deck he also he had, also he had Jason there too but he wasn't when when at first I um, I addressed him that's why I had Splitter Twin and after that then I came and uh. With uh with the uh, member side the next turn and was able to, able to win the hand, but uh, uh love my Friday night magic you know what I'm saying but um what else is here on on the agenda all right yeah um go break down with uh with Phil go um you know let people know what you're gonna be uh bringing to the bringing to the website and shortly with your draft and you know just give a little insight on your on your on your drafting abilities and how and how that works out there on uh, Magic Online. All right. Well, basically, I do a lot of drafts on Magic Online and at the local stores. I do as many as I can anyway. And uh, I just made a – I'm going to start posting some draft videos, too, on the website, mtgbrainstorm.com. Uh, and if anybody has any questions about them, they can email me at uh, draftdude at mtgbrainstorm.com. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just made a quick uh, list, basically, of uh, some Scars of Mirrodin cards that I like to draft um, whenever I do play drafts with Scars of Mirrodin. And basically, white, I've put them in order here by color, and there's no particular, like, the first card I would pick or anything like that. These are just some, some basic commons and uncommons that I like to get if I get the chance. Uh, for white, I really like to get Revoke Existence, Arrest, or uh, Glint Hawks. Uh, the reason why any removal in drafts is great. Um, revoke Existence is a removal, is an arrest basically just makes your card useless. Um, Glint Hawks, the reason I like those is they're only one white mana to play. It's a flyer. And it works really good if you have a tumble magnet because whenever you play it, it's one mana, but when you play it, you have to return an artifact from play into your hand, which 
when you use up your tumble magnet and it's out of counters, you play that and it come, you can play it next turn with counters again. Um, for red, I like Galvanic Blast, obviously removal, shatter, destroy any target artifact, uh, turn to slag, and blade tribe berserkers. I like if you're running metalcraft, which I try to do every time, uh, metalcraft is really good in this, in this set. Uh, green, I have, uh, I like Molder Beast for green, especially, I've, I've used that a few times. I don't draft green a whole lot, because I, I don't like poison and, in that set, and, uh, I don't really use it too much, but sometimes you get a really good green rare, and you want to stick with it. Um, Molder Beast is great with bladed pinions on it. It's pretty much like unstoppable when it's a flyer. Um, Carapace Forager is good for Metalcraft, obviously, with, with the artifacts in here. Most people, you're gonna get Metalcraft at some point if you, if you're trying to anyway. Uh, that's all for green, cause I don't really do that too much. Blue, uh, Lumen, Lumen Grid Drake, I like. If you have Metalcraft, it's basically, an ether adept. If you have metal craft, it comes into play. You return target creature to its owner's hand. Um, disperse is good, and the Dalkin Surtarch, I really like a lot with metal craft. It's basically a blinding mage or anything else you could think of that you can tap anything. You can tap target creature, target land, uh, target artifact. As long as you have metal craft, you could just tap whatever. Um, that's that card I really like a lot. And for black, I like to get, if I'm going to play black, which I don't play in Scars of Mirrodin too much either, uh, Grasp of Darkness is one I like to get, minus four, minus four. And Bleak Coven Vampires I like to get too for Metalcraft. And a list of artifacts here that I like to play. Obviously, any of the mirrors that you can get or land, even if you're playing a blue a solid blue deck and you have the chance to get a white, a mirror with white land and there's really nothing else that you need, I would take the mirror for, for land at any time I get the chance. Um, unless there's like a galvanic blast or a shatter or something, I, I, I won't. But, uh, Glint Hawk Idol is a good flyer. Uh, Snaps, Snap Snail Glider, I like. Chrome Steed, I like for Metalcraft. Tumble Magnet is one of my favorites. Um, any of the spell bombs, flight spell bomb, horizon spell bomb, I use any of those that pertain to the color that you're playing, I use those. Uh, Silvok replica is a great artifact if you're playing green. It's basically a creature that also can target and kill other creatures. Uh, Nurok replica is also good. And uh, that's pretty much it. That's just a quick rundown of some of the cards I like to get, some of the basic commons and everything. Um, if any of you guys have any questions, like I said, you can email me at draftdude at mtgbrainstorm.com, uh, and my videos will be up shortly. So that's pretty much all I have with the with the drafts. Right on, man. Yeah, um, once, once you get those videos done, we'll, we'll get them rocking and popping. What's up, Jones? Uh, I was just gonna ask what he's thinking, like for color-wise for 2012 when it drops. Like, what what do you think is going to be the first, like, 
what's going to be a strong color just because it's a corset? Is it going to have more of a spread? Um, I would I would think it's going to be pretty even. Like with M11, that was pretty even. Uh, white was a really good base color with like splashing uh, red and black for M11. I'm I'm thinking it's going to be the same where it's going to be pretty even, just like M11 was. Um, I like blue green a lot in M11. Blue, they're they're really good base. Green is a really good base color. For M11 and blue is a great splash. Blue, black, red are all really good splash colors for that. Um, I haven't really seen a whole lot of the M12 set, but I would imagine it's going to be pretty close to the way M11 was uh, with the same base colors. Like white is a really good base. Black's a really good base too, but its splash is really good because yeah. of the removal. Control. Yeah. Any any time you can get control and removal. It's going to be really good. Well, because well, y'all know me. I don't. I don't actually play with the physical cards that much anymore. I'm always on the digital versions, and I would love to go out and build some decks. But the way I build decks, I mean, they are much more casual play. But I still like it. Just I don't know what it is, but I just can't let that sit. I can't let that be enough. Great if I've got a good circle of casual players that'll consistently be challenging me with new decks that are, you know, along the, the lines of themes or ideas uh, ahead of certain strategies or combos. Um, but as far as, like, the competitive angle, that's still an option for me, like going on to Magic Online and playing a couple of drafts, because it, in the grand scheme of things, that doesn't cost that much, and it can still be a nice dose of competitive magic, I guess. Right, and you can get a nice collection build-up playing like that. Even if you don't redeem them, you can still play like casual play on Magic Online. You could enter all almost all the pro tournaments online. Um, but, I mean, casual play, it's, it's insane how many people on Magic Online play in the casual play with just decks that they made to try out. They're not like building Cobblade decks and playing casual play trying to just beat everybody. Like, there's themed decks just like you. I know you like to make themed decks, and there's a lot of people on there that that play the same way. They play with themed decks just to play and have fun, and when you play some drafts, you'll be, you'll be surprised how quick your collection on there builds up. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. It's just... The other thing I struggle with is the user interface on Magic Online. I understand that they have to put so much programming into that, and there's just, it's bound to have its own complexity just by including all of these rules that they've had for over the years. It's, it's gotta be complex. At the same right. time, it's not very user friendly. You know this, I know this, anyone that's ever picked it up knows this to a certain extent. I mean, I'm, I'm not ignorant when it comes to computers and technology, and it still can be a frustrating handful, to say the least. So there is always that. That's why I, I still like Planeswalkers. It's it's easy easiest for casual gaming. It definitely from my couch, is. Anyway. It definitely is. When you have that timer in Magic Online, it's frustrating knowing that, like, I mean, you have to. There's so many. You can set pauses after certain plays like obviously the main phase obviously when they declare their attack phase 
you have a chance to play spells, but some people take that pause off and then they skip that part and that, I mean, whenever you do that, but whenever you have pauses set up everywhere, you're constantly worried about your timer. But, I mean, if you, if you want to win, sometimes you have to play that way. And it also, you can hold in the control button anytime you play a card or do something that'll pause it and give you a chance to react to whatever the opponent does. Um, I would suggest anybody playing Magic Online definitely read the uh, all the instructions that come with it because there's a lot of stuff on there. I've lost a couple matches due to skipping not being able to play certain spells at certain times because I didn't have a pause set up. So... But I agree with you there. It it is complex when it comes to that. I have a question, Phil. What's that? Okay, when you're drafting, now I find I'll do this myself. I don't know how many people other do it. Uh, it's what eight people, right? Online, okay. yes, eight people. It's eight sitting at the table doing uh, round robin drafting, passing. Right. Open the deck, get a card, pass. Usually about the third or fourth pass, I've figured out my color. Right? Okay. About the third or fourth pass, I've figured out the color I'm going to be playing. Do you start drawing rares or power cards that aren't in your colors to prevent other players from having them? Absolutely. Uh, I usually don't get a specific color until, I would say, at least the second pack because... My first couple picks might be really good rares or cards that I don't want to play again. Mm-hmm. Because I do that a lot. But um, I would definitely... I usually know what the person to the left of me or to the right of me is playing based on the packs they pass me and the packs I pass them. If I pass them, you know, if I take my first pack, I open it, and I got a good rare and I see a shatter in there or revoke existence and I pass it, they're probably going to take white or red. Like, they're probably going to take that. And then my next pack, I look at what I'm passing everybody, and if I see that there's a lot of good cards in a specific color, I will, even if I'm playing green, solid green, and I pull a, a shatter, you know, on my next pack, I will take it if I know the guy next to me is playing red, just because you have to pretty much hate draft whenever it comes to that you have to do that if you want to prevent people from getting over powerful decks you you definitely i do that all the time have you ever gone into into a real draft tournament and hate draft just to draw rares i have i don't like to do that because i was like i, I know everyone has but i wanted to hear our draft guy say he has done it yeah. Everyone has at least once. Just right. go in there. It's like I don't care. Pay your fifteen bucks, but I'm gonna yeah. walk out with like five or six rares because I'm gonna hate draft this entire thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely have done it. I mean, if if I'm opening a pack, like if I pull a you know a, a good rare that's that's worth some money, and I'm not, it's my third pack, and I'm not playing that color, and there's a really good card in there that I need for my deck. If depending on the situation, I'll take it. Uh, a lot oh, of times, I got though, Benzer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That yeah, that's how you got Benzer in your draft. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, though, I play in a one place. I play there's drafts and they do the rare draft at the end, which I like sometimes and I don't. 
I played there once, and I drafted a Worm Coil and a um, a Frost Titan in the same draft. It was M11 and Scars. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I won the draft, which gave me the Frost Titan at the time because that was when Frost Titan was big. Um, but I lost my Worm Coil. But I drafted the Worm Coil. I played it in my deck. I didn't even use the Frost Titan, but I took it anyway because I didn't want anyone else to play against me with it. But, uh, I mean, that in that situation, a rare draft at the end is not good. But when you're getting terrible rares and you win, and at the end you get first pick of all the rares that everybody got, it's great. Oh, so yeah. so uh, basically just, just uh, pretty much luck to draw. Because last time I, I did the draft, um, when I did a new fresh, uh, was a new fresh. Uh, you you did a uh, sealed event. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I, I did. I did a sealed sealed event. Yeah, where you and, open uh, six packs and you just make a deck yep, out exactly. of those six packs, right? I, I, I did okay, but what what got me was like the open up my um my my first my first pack. I think it was um uh, scars of scars of Meriden. That's one uh, with worm coil in it. And um, but I opened it up. I I picked. I can't remember even remember the card I picked. But I just remember. Then when it, when the guy at the shop said switch, I go and I grab the pack and I look through it. The first very first card on top was a worm coil, and I was just like, I was looking around, I was looking at everybody who I, I was playing with, and most people I'm looking at, they weren't really you know they were normal people that always played really you know really good players and stuff, you know. So I'm looking at them like, why did you guys have this? And the ones that missed out and didn't pick it are the ones I beat because I drafted that one and I drafted two um two um hell kites. And I was just tearing them up through the air, but then after that, then um, the pretty much when I got towards the end, pretty much the white and the removable removal got me at the end. But uh, hey, does what it does. Yeah, yeah. I've I, had people pass me. I had a person pass me a primeval titan in an M11 draft before. So that was that was pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, it's it's always good to be able to um um you know get that lucky card in there here and there, but um that's that's not nowhere here or there. But um you are the, you are the draft guy, so and parenting, I'm having trouble with my uh. You my sound like God. <laughs> the draft, dude. Yo, dude. I'm yeah. coming. No, but anyway, but uh, I'm trying to figure. I would definitely like to see more people play drafts on Magic Online. I mean, you can get a draft going at any time. I've played that at four in the morning, and you can play a draft. And they still have drafts that you can't play anymore at your store online. You could play a Rise of Eldrazi draft right now on Magic Online, which I like too because, I mean, if I'm you're getting sick of playing Scars of Mirrodin every day, every time you draft and you want to try something else, you can always hop on there and play an M11 draft or Eldrazi or whatever. I mean, it's it's great. But, it, but if you're a Friday Night Magic guy, I mean, online is different, but if you're a Friday Night Magic guy, I would not suggest buying any more of the older cards. I mean, they'll definitely don't go buy no Zendikar uh, uh, fat pack or Eldrazi fat pack anytime soon. <laughs> Because yeah, no, not if you're a standard player only. Definitely not. Don't do that. <coughs> but um, uh, also we got some news on about the new Jace that they're coming out. The uh, um, Toby um, Toby found for us on the net. 
Um, you and Phil, uh, break down how you guys feel about that, uh, about that new Jace coming out. Go ahead, Phil. Well, personally, I actually like it. I mean, obviously I'm, I like blue. I'm biased to blue. I really like to play blue a lot, but, uh, it's called Jace Memory Adept. It's, uh, three colorless and two blue, which is kind of high, uh, for what it does, but, Five mana, it starts off with a loyalty of four. It's plus one ability. Draw a card, target player puts the top card of his or her library into his or her graveyard, which I really hate getting decked out. I really hate, like, memory erosion. I hate losing my cards. Um, but I don't mind doing it to other people if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. Uh, it's, it's zero ability, too, which... From what I get, just looking at it real quick, this is kind of the point of it. It's zero ability. The target player puts the top ten cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. Uh, you do that a couple times, three or four times, and then it's minus seven ability, which is kind of hard to get to when you're bumping up. You're not bumping them up at all using that ability, but still, uh, minus seven. Any number of target players each draw 20 cards. So when you get them down to you know, 20 cards in their library or 19 cards or something, and you hit them with that, it's over. I, I really think that this Jace is going to be a, uh, to me, it's going to be a headache. You know, oh, definitely. Nobody yeah. likes to lose cards. Nobody. No, nobody at all. So pretty much he's going to be, which, like, like in a way that how I would think of it as if someone plays that Jace with me, you know, I'm going to be thinking about, okay, you know, you got to try to play two scenarios, like how, how am I going to attack? him plus be able to take this chase out i mean i mean there's certain cards out now that you do like like this would be a perfect time to use um uh like 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 uh was it hex mage yeah vampire hex mage, yeah, vampire hex move mage. All the counters. yeah move all the counters or use a uh, hex parasite to take the counters off of them yeah he's so, definitely not as powerful as jace the mind sculptor obviously i don't even think he's close that. to that strong <laughs> i mean no, he's, I, not, he's not but still yeah i definitely wouldn't be afraid uh, if somebody pulls him out, I'm not going to be like, oh, man, what am I going to do to get rid of this? But I am going to be like, oh, shit, I'm going to lose some cards here. But at the same time, another thing, too, about it is I really do not like the artwork on it at all. Uh, it's not the same artist that did Jace the Mind Sculptor. Uh, Jason Chan was the artist that did Jace the Mind Sculptor, and this is uh, D. Alexander Gregory. It looks, I don't know, it just looks more, more of like anime. Yeah, it's like animation, like, I don't know. It looks like the one that they released in the Jace, uh, the dual deck yeah. that they released. With, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's what it looks like to me, and I, I just, I don't know. I like Jace the Mind Sculptor look. I don't yeah. like the, I, know, I don't like his spiky Justin Bieber yeah. hairstyle. <laughs> yeah, man, that's why I, I was getting on. I was like, I was, I was, you know, looking at, you know, looking at the artwork, and I'm just like, like they made Jace look such, I mean, uh, Jace the monster look such a badass. And then, then when 2012 came out, you know, like the picture of him like, like on the game, and I was just like, he does not look as cool as Jace the monster. I mean, like what the hell? Jace supposed to be, you know, you know, supposed to be the man, you know what I'm saying? So you know, at least I'm look better now. I mean, he made look, look like a little little scrawny dude. I'm like, come on now, you know, you know, at least like a little bit bulker, you know, no, you know, make him look like more like a. Oh, I'm trying to say, man. 
He looks like a little, little. I can't say the word. I'm not gonna say the but. He's like a little B. But uh, they can do. They could have done ten times better on artwork on that. Yeah, I'm right. hoping they redeem themselves with the Gideon artwork. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they're redoing Gideon. No, they're definitely redoing. Yeah, Gideon. The, yeah. I think the artwork. Yeah, like even the. I'm seeing his abilities the, will be the same, but his yeah. artwork is supposed to change from yeah, what I heard. I'm I'm looking at the uh, looking at the, the spoiler list right now, and I'm looking at the the new uh, dressed uh, artwork. And the new dress artwork uh, picture looks ten times better than the other dressed. And what the needles look like. Got a picture of a, of a guy grabbing his face and like a little little dude trying to dig in his brain. Uh, I like that. You know, that's, that's uh, some, yeah. some 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 totally 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 different. But uh, I wanted to break down just on um, you know, pretty much the colors I play are black and blue. But I, I just wanted to uh, break down some um, some of the spoiler cards that I have that, that I like and that I think that's going to you know be a uh, be a uh, big impact on uh, on on deck building. But, uh, one did, of you want, did you want Toby to elaborate on his Jace, the memory adept? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. My bad. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm rushing. Just skipping a brother out. Just yeah, knocking yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm trying to, man. You know, brother trying to steal the show, you know, one man show. But anyway, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just kidding around. But, yeah, Toby, go ahead and uh, uh, spill your beans on that. I have said it once, and I will say it again. The ability to draw cards is winning in Magic. Jace lets me do that. Every turn, one card, and I get a free Jace's Erasure every time I do it. That's badass. Yeah. And yeah. his zero ability, I've got one, oh, it's two words technically, Blood Chief's Ascension. I win. Right. Oh, dang. I didn't even think about that, man. You yeah. are Blood Chief, right about You know what else? I'm glad you just said Blood Chief's Ascension because I think M12 is going to be powerful. They're going to bring vampires back. Which yeah they are uh, Jones, right now yeah Jones you should like that because there's a card uh, Blood Lord of Vascoth it's a vampire warrior and I know how Jones likes vampires and it's a mythic rare and it has bloodthirst ability which it has bloodthirst three and it's a three three flyer and um, whenever you cast a vampire creature spell, it gains bloodthirst on top of whatever else it is. So that's really um, nice. Yeah, that's really good. Bloodthirst. Yeah, bloodthirst plus three. And if anybody doesn't know what bloodthirst is, uh, if you cast a creature with bloodthirst, after you deal damage, it gets plus one plus one for each bloodthirst counter that it has so for the example this card's a bloodthirst three and it's a three three flyer if you attack and do three damage to somebody and then you cast this card it'll come out as a six six flyer so now does that have to be combat damage no any any form of damage yeah lightning bolts uh lightning bolts are gone lightning bolts will be gone on on this new set when it comes out so so no more lightning bolts but they got this uh hammers um, coming out, I think. Well, on, on the spoiler list, if you look at the, um, that's perfect for um, for that um, bloodthirst is a, a card called Taste of Blood. Yeah, mm-hmm. Taste of Blood does one damage to a target player, and you gain one life. You hit him with that, and only it's, it's one black mana. You hit him with that, and, and you know, then then play your bloodlust card, uh, bloodlust, <laughs> bloodthirst card, and uh, and you're able to. To uh, gain that ability from there, so I mean they're bringing out a lot of good. Because like I said, when I was when I was looking at spoiler, I was I was thinking about 
thinking about Jones, I'm like, I mean, this to me, this would be a perfect time for him to, uh, you know, go ahead and, and build his, you know, his physical card deck of vampires. Because I mean, they're to me, they're they're bringing vampires back. I mean, especially with this this bloodlust stuff. I think it'd be a perfect yeah. time for him to come in. And Soren's been reprinted. Yep. Sanger Vampire's being reprinted. The King of Vampires. The right, Sanger yeah, Vampire. Yeah. It's the yeah. King. Soren Markov, who's a vampire planeswalker. I mean, if you're in that vampire mode, this, this has got it all for you. Plus, Jones, you can always build casually. So you don't have to worry about set restrictions if you don't want to. So you can bring some of the Zendikars in. But even in well, standard, Zendikar's still valid until September. Right. Yeah, I'm also looking at uh, green black elf like I don't know they put it in 2012 so I I had figured that there should be enough card options that that could be built you know depending on cost and potency I'll take another look at it but you know that all remains to be seen when the set comes out. You can't go wrong with throwing a glissa in your elf deck. I mean, nope. who doesn't want a zombie elf in their elf deck? <laughs> yeah, I was looking at her. That's a great looking card, cool concept, yeah. but. Unless I'm tossing in a bunch of artifacts, I don't really know what the point would be. Well, that's the thing with all the new, with the whole Mirrodin block, it's all artifacts. artifacts like there's, yeah. there, it's That's why that card's great for that. Yeah, but, uh, but, I mean, I don't think vampires really ever left. There's still been, um, like, big tournaments where yeah, the, the vampires, vampires decks have been yeah. in the top eight. I mean, there's still some really good, I have a vampire deck now. I mean... It's they're they're still really good. I wish that uh, I wish that um, what's the vampire uh, Jones on twenty twelve, the game, what, the one where whenever you reveal a card from your library and it's black, all your vampire vampire nocturnus. Yeah, vampire yeah, nocturnus. I wonder yeah. if they're gonna reprint that because vampire uh, nocturnus was an M ten. Yeah. If they if they do that, oof. If they put him on M twelve. All the cards on M12 for Xbox, most of the cards anyway that are on there are from the M12 set. Like, they yeah. have a lot of cards on there from that. Like, the Bloodthirst cards, the Bats. Yeah. I mean, that's all going to be an M12. Uh, so I hope so. One card that I wanted to bring back is uh, Counterspell. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Counterspell will never come back. <laughs> never come back. That would be but nice. Why did they yeah. throw that in? Dual I think it is coming back. There's two my head around. They, they, yeah, they two they, mana counterspell yeah. is in 2012 on Xbox. Yeah, I know it is, but, but cancel is on yeah. our list right yeah. here. And if cancel's on the list, I can guarantee you counterspell will not be. Yeah, yeah cancel really no is point. nothing but a counterspell, but one more mana. Yeah, well, and also I'm thinking about if they're gonna, if they're um, redoing them. I'm sure they're gonna redo mana leaks. I haven't seen any little talks about them. Not doing mana leak, so. But well, also, leak still, you could still use mana leak. They're not going to reprint mana leak. Yeah, they're randomly throwing counter spells. You can yeah. still use it. Yeah, but also that they're bringing back a couple cards too. Um, unsummon. That's uh yeah. that's one card that had out. I think it's a perfect card. And also one card that um that um Phil plays a lot on uh on the duels of the planewalkers is levitation. That card was out. Yeah. Now it's back in. And that yeah. right there is going to be a big difference to me in some cards. Especially some of the ideas that I've been having that uh, I'll probably break down once uh, once they all come out. But also the... Um, it's going to uh, really hurt green with that levitation. Yeah. Uh, unless they they make some green cards that destroy enchantments in the in the M12. 
which well, I'm sure they will. If they, they they always have a habit of balancing blue and green really well. Uh, I'd like to see see them reprint Gravity well for yeah. uh, green. All creatures lose flying. All creatures that attack you lose flying. I'd like to see Gravity well come back. That'd be a cool that'd be a cool addition to green. Yeah, definitely. In that green beatdown deck I made uh, last week, it included gravity wells for that reason. Yeah, there's, I know there's bringing a lot, a lot of cards back that I, I would like to have, like to have in there. And um, what's the name of that name of that, that card that that draws two? Also, it was an M10 that they're bringing back now in the M12. Divination? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's a little expensive. Four mana for two cards. A little on the pricey side, but yeah. still, it's not bad. No, not not bad at yeah, all. Yeah, that's kind of high, especially with like 4C out there. Three cards yeah. for four. You know, it's like a downgrade, really. Yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah, like, uh, like a Sure Mage, like, she's a, she's a 2 1, but you gotta play four mana to draw a damn card. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's just like, yeah, the artwork's okay, but come on now. I mean, that's... Gone, gone are the days of the Archivist. Yeah. Tap, draw a card. Gone are the days of the Archivist. Always something. But, um, what, the I think the best card, I hate to, I hate to say it, but is, to me, that's in this new spoiler set that's coming out, that's really going to be the, um, be the game changer in play is, has to be, um... Gideon's uh, Gideon's Avenger. Along I mean, with I'm, Gideon's uh, the Lawkeeper. Yeah, the Lawkeeper right next to him. Yeah. And then using Gideon himself. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. the only thing like we talked about the other day with Gideon, yeah, he's great. But when you turn him into a creature, you he could be Doombladed or yeah. go for the throat. I mean, mm-hmm. like that's how you get rid of him real fast. I said prevent all damage that will be dealt to him this turn. It, all damage. Yeah, that's uh, not doom damage. Doom blade damage. isn't damage. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, destroyed. okay. You could also, you know, hit him with uh, consuming hunger and then a neg four, neg four. I mean, anything that reduces him down that's just not damage itself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, div- divination. Did you say divination was four mana? Yeah, I mis- misspoke. It's three yeah, mana. It's, I was going to say it's three for three mana for two, which isn't okay. too bad. Yeah, and but sitting right next to it is Jace's Archivist, and yes, I love this card. Jace's Archivist, tap. Each player discards yeah. his or her hand, yeah, that's... Yeah. Then draw yeah. cards equal to the greatest number of cards discarded in this manner. Heck yeah, you yeah, got six, nice. you got two, dump yours, gain six, yeah, that's... And then, you know, even if you can't, even if you don't got a Jace the Memory, or Jace Memory Adept... Uh, Jace's Archivist sitting right next to a um, Blood Chief's Ascension. Again, Blood yeah. Chief's Ascension. <laughs> everyone they, overlooks... Blood Ascension? No, but everyone... Oh. It's, it's still legal for a while, but yeah. everyone overlooks that. Everyone overlooks that. Because yeah. it's black. Black's not strong at drawing cards. But you splash blue with it, or equal yeah. part it with blue, and every time I draw a card, you lose two life, and I gain two life. If you have the counters on there, yeah. Right, which is not hard. Right. No, because to me, because I was, I was thinking about um, like, like if you know, when he, whenever I do come up against a uh, um, uh, Gideon's Avenger, 
I would kind of look forward to it because most people like to maybe like to wait a little bit and let you know bum up a little bit. But you know the car that came out with New Friction, I, I was playing this this uh, cards um, this card in my my deck uh, this week is freaking Hex Parasite. Go ahead, go go ahead and let him bump up and then bust out a Hex Parasite and just knock him down back on his ass. Yeah. yeah. Another. Then, then you swing. Boom. You do the swinging. You let somebody else build up their counters. You take it from them. That's why I like that card so much. Another card too. I'm glad they're reprinting. Not necessarily for my uh, standard deck, but Ice Cage is great in drafts. That's a great. Uh, it's kind of like a arrest, except the only downfall to it is whenever that creature is targeted. In any way, the ice cage comes off. But for two mana, I'll take those in a draft all day. Frost breath isn't that bad either, drafting. Yeah, tap two target creatures, definitely. Mind control's coming back, which is huge. Yeah, definitely. I would rather, I would, personally, I'd rather use Volition Reigns. Uh, for that one extra mana, you could take someone's sword of body and mind. You could take their Sword of Feast and Famine. You could take their Batter Scrawl. I mean, for for six mana, I would take that over five mana just taking a creature. I've actually taken somebody's sword in a draft. I had Volition Reigns. They played a Sword of Body and Mine. I took their sword, and they just quit. Nice. It's always something, you know, it's always always in the middle. You know, just like, you know, like I said, I'm not really an expert in drafting. I do okay, but um, really one thing I can say, you know, listen to Phil, you know, listen to his advice, you know, since he does it so much. Now when I go and look back what I did, especially to SEAL tournaments and stuff, it's like, damn. Now if I would have done, done it like that, it would, uh, I actually probably, <laughs> probably would have had a chance to win. All right, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, too late. You should have talked to me before you did your sealed event. I would have. I can't. I, I couldn't, man. You was, you was out there uh, doing the grind. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, so so it hit up here in the middle. But um, all the illusions too uh, from 2012 are coming back. Phantasmal dragon, phantasmal bear, which are great if you can get hexproof on them or. Um, shroud or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Lord of the Unseen. Isn't that what he's called? Lord of the Unreal. Yeah, Lord of the Unreal. Yeah, Lord of the Unreal. Yeah. Gives them all hexproof. Yep. That card makes me want to build an illusion deck. Yeah. Just like yeah. A straight up. That's straight up your alley. Illusion deck. Yeah. <laughs> right up your deck. But uh, yeah, because I, I remember when um, like before I even I, was, I even looked at that uh. At that Jace deck, um, Jones was uh, was like, "Oh my God!" I was like, "It's like what's like what this this Jace deck is amazing." It's like that, amazing. <laughs> anyway, but uh, um, I don't sound like that. Yeah, <laughs> Grave Digger's coming back yeah. too. That's gonna be good. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, it's. I don't know, you really don't, actually tell you the truth, of all the times I've been playing Magic, you know, at my, my local place, I've never seen a map play that card. Never. 
Gravedigger? Yeah, no, I've never, I've not seen Gravedigger that one time. I love Gravedigger. Oh, I'm not saying especially it's when you have another Gravedigger. I'm just saying <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen any, anybody play it. But uh, I mean yeah. that's I mean that's a perfect. Day. I mean I, I think they did okay with the balancing of a uh, playing type of cards in uh in uh, 2012. But um, I don't know. Is this? I just I can't wait to bring up the whole list so we can um so we so we can uh. You know, really see, because I'm excited, you know, kind of see what other kind of blue cards are bringing out, you know, space from that. And also some, uh, I'm looking, you know, you know, a little, t- little splash of red, you know, see what kind of burn spells they bring on, bring off red in uh, 2012. I'm looking forward to that too. They're redoing Chandra's Outrage. I want to see them reprint Comet Storm. Comet Storm. What is that? What is Comet Storm? X red red deal, uh, X red red uh, multi kicker of one deal X damage to target creature every time this spot card was kicked, choose a new target. Dang. Yeah, it was the super fireball. Wow, I love fire. Fireballs are great too, and they are reprinting fireball. If you ever well, fireball, fireball you have to split the damage though. Fireball you split every time. Comet storm you didn't split. That's yeah, what made Comet Storm oh, nasty. Comet Storm is great. It yeah. could, it's possible it could be coming out because Comet Storm once again is in M12 on Xbox. Yeah, I guess it and it's a Chandra thing. That is D12 because that's what they call it on their D12. Yeah, it's D12, Digital 12. Right. Duels 12. Yeah, I'm I'm looking for the, the little splash of red that I was um, looking forward to is that Chandra's Phoenix because right now I run the um, run the other Phoenix the. Um, uh, yeah, 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 the Kothatha Phoenix. I mean, that that helped me out pretty darn well this week. You know, I'll break that. Kothatha's better than Chandra though because it's more damage. Yeah, I mean more, that's a six six versus no, it's, sure, it's, right? it's a it's a four four. Okay, a four four versus a two two. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can see like see the Phoenix works works well with me because although um, we have one of the uh, other guys comment. On on the on the last show about or uh, about the deck that I built is about taking those out, but me playing those, me playing those um really um really really actually actually helped me win because no one really had any answers for it because even when they uh, uh even when they destroyed it it uh I had metalcraft so basically next turn boom I brought back four boom brought it back so 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 to me that 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 was the the best concept of it right there. So, but uh, you know, look, you know, going through looking the red, it's in the, uh, they're bringing a flame blast dragon. That's that's gonna be pretty darn pretty uh, pretty darn good. And this uh, fury burn hellkite, bloodthirst six. So basically, you get this card out and you hit him, hit him with that damage, then basically you get yourself a twelve twelve. Uh, I, I like that. Like that very very much. Then of course no, no. I, when I kind of look at this and I'm like reprinting like some of the some other cards, you know, I was kind of looking for you know something different. You know, like me personally, why the hell are you gonna bring back Lava Axe? No one really uses that because that just costs yeah. two five damage target player. Yeah, that's nice, but it's just yeah. I mean, I would never use it in a draft. I, I never, maybe. but yeah, draft maybe, but standard regular play, I would never ever 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 bring that out, you know what I'm saying? But uh, like they got this volcanic dragon. Uh it's uh four four, four eight, colors. Six yeah. yeah, it's a four four. So basically it's 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 basically just like a um uh like the other Phoenix, the Kodata Phoenix. 
fourth war flying and I think no the the Venus is four four instead of six no three or is it two no it's five instead of six but I don't know it's just and it yeah it's flying it has haste but once it's gone it's gone you're not able you know have other abilities to bring it back yeah it it has you got to bust out three three you know three uh, red mana but to me when if you do get it I had no trouble getting it out and was able to play with it so. It was, it was just like, it was like, hey, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. But, um. Another so, artifact that, that looks, it could be good, but the mana cost is ridiculous. The Quicksilver Amulet, uh, four mana to play, and four mana plus you have to tap it to put target, put a creature from your hand onto the battlefield. I mean, that prevents it from getting cancelled, but for four land, other than playing against a blue deck, you could pretty much play whatever creature it is unless it's something ridiculous like eight land or something. Yeah. But the card that I like is um the new one that's coming out twenty twelve is that mana mana manalith. Um I think Manalith. Yeah, Manalith. Yeah, that that's the one, yeah. Manalith. It's it's nice 'cause like sometimes when I play I would love to play two two uh Moss Opals. Cause you know, is you know, be able to get that in. But me personally, having a Mox Opal, then having one of these guys out, you know, basically having the same concept ability, it's going to be, to me, it's going to be I, like I have like so many combinations going in my head right now of when this card comes out. What, what I kind of, cause you know, I'm a, I'm an artifact. You know, first, when, you know, first when I start uh, getting together with Phil, poised my mind about magic again. Uh, when he brought out, telling me about, yeah, uh, you should use artifacts. And I was like, nah, I don't want artifacts. And but now, I, when I look at the way I play, man, artifacts is too much to me, pretty much, really a game changer in the game. So that's just 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 how, how I like it. Plus, also the kite shield, that's zero. Equip creature, equip uh, equip creature gets plus three. That's I, I I can just think of of, of cards out now that that have haste that are like a three one first strike. You know, and throwing that card on there and throwing them on there is, to me, like a total game changer right there in, within itself. I thought that was plus zero, plus three. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's plus zero, plus three. I, I was just saying plus three just because of the defense. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the card and I'm thinking people are listening to the podcast right now like, what in the hell is this dude talking about? Yes, yeah, so yeah. quick creature gets plus zero, plus three. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here lollygagging right now, you know, it's, is is in the wee mornings right now, so but um you know, it's just I think that's gonna be a great card coming there. Me personally, all these cards that when you play yeah um, when you play a blue spell, red spell, you gain one life. Those cards I I think thought they could junk. Yeah, junk. They, I mean just just throw some other crap in there, man. And I I think that they could have something new on there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been out forever. I mean, they're good for, uh, uh, um, duels of planewalkers. Okay, that's Yeah, since you don't have any other option. Yeah. But. I, mean, I usually it, take them out anyway. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't even play it, but, um, I mean, that's just a junk card, but the other artifact card I like on here is the Great Sword. I mean, it's nothing, you know, nothing special ability, but still giving your, uh, it's only three colors mana, and Quake Kitchen gets plus three, plus zero, equip is three. I, I think of a couple, you know, a couple cards that, that would very go good on with, especially if you get a great sword, have it on there, <clears throat> bring out a Kadatha Phoenix or any, you know, type of flying haste or any type of haste creature, and we have the mana three to equip it, 
that's you know that's just like swinging for the throat because I love the artwork on it. it's pretty damn nice too. Yeah, if I'm playing a sword though, that's going to be the last sword I'm going to play. Oh, to uh, yeah, but draft drafting wise, I I would think that would be a good sword you might want to throw in there. Yeah, you know some some quick on there, but I don't know. It's just, I just three one. I can think of a couple cards that I might might want to throw in there and stuff. So, but um, sitting here and no, we sitting here we discuss some things about um. Duels of Planeswalker, Toby give his ideas, I'm mean, not ideas, but his insight on the decks that he brought out. You talk about Jace, uh, Phil talk about his drafting and stuff. So, um, some things that we talk about, we may, uh, you know, see here and, um, jump around here and there, but, you know, basically the whole concept of it is, is that, you know, there's many different ideas and ways and things you can think about when it comes to magic. So, um, one thing I could say, don't follow the crowd. Be your own, you know, be your own mind, you know, because, you know, it kind of makes you feel good when you make a deck like I did this week. I made up a deck, you know, that's kind of based on one, but it's something that's totally on my own mind. And I made it to the top three, you know, in my Friday Night Magic. And me personally, I mean, I know about everybody, you know, talk about, oh, this is just Friday Night Magic. You know, it's not a tournament-wise, but, you know, I'm a Friday Night Magic player. And to me, that's a great accomplishment. So I felt very good. It felt pretty good to bring home three packs because I pulled a, uh, uh, what was it, a uh, Molten Steel Dragon and a, um, one of those legendary creatures that, uh, what, what, Jacardine? Yeah, the red and white. Yeah, yeah, the red and white. I pulled that, I mean. I won my draft with him also, pulled him. Yeah, see that? I've got some other, of other removal cards. I think those in, or up there in the other room. I got a foil grim um a friction. Uh, another um uh alloy mirror. Let's see what else in there. And I got a cool um uh, game day card. Um this um what's the, what those cards? Oh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh but uh yeah, I mean just you know little extra little stuff for winning man and you know and no uh, that's that's like trophies to me. I mean yeah yeah, I would like to be the one to win a 25k, but that's never, you know, never how, you know, how I am right now. I'm just, I'm just all about Friday Night Magic, you know, and uh, pretty much so with everybody else. But uh, is anything, you know, anything else anybody want to touch on before we uh, jump off here? No, I don't have anything. Jones, no sir. Uh, come on, man, you've been, you've been quiet all this time. I know you got something to throw in here. You know, give us, give us. All right, how about this? To put a, um, I'll show you how how of a great mind Jones is. Jones, just give us a, a quick, brief um, insight on, um, you know, like a quick, you know, mindset read on a, a player that you're playing against. You know, say you you sit across the table with somebody. You know, give it like quick read that you know he's my my you know by his next move might be. What? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. That's I'm, so I'm, bad. I'm, I'm, very, I'm just giving you a hard time. No, I don't want. I don't want you to spit that out. But uh, I, that's just something you know, a little touch on that. Um, some that Jones gonna bring back next week. You know, I didn't really give him time to prepare for that question. I just, I just want to give him that uh, uh second. You know, not know what's going on. <laughs> Jones, I'm just messing with you, whole boy. I didn't mean to put you on the spot like that. But uh, yeah, I just want you know. Thank uh, MTGCast.com for uh, putting us on another week of 
glorious Friday Night Magic. And, you know, thanks, Phil, Toby, and Jones for joining, joining me in this week. Hopefully we can get another weekend of uh, all four of us on and, uh, um, you know, talking about magic. And uh, if yeah. you guys have any questions, um, I I recently put up, actually now the website is www.mtgbrainshare.com. No web stars. I actually, we actually got a physical, 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 physical uh, website. So pretty soon, just check back in frequently. I'll have comments, blogs, and other things that we can uh, throw on the website. Uh, Bill, his um, his draft videos, um, Toby, and his uh, and his deck building and stuff. So uh, I want to thank you, gentlemen, for uh, joining us this week. And uh, and I guess. See you guys back on Xbox Live, man. If you guys Xbox Live, make sure you check out Duels of Planeswalkers. And if you have got Duels of Planeswalkers, uh, either on the PC, Xbox, or PlayStation 3, make sure you check in with your your local store and see if you got your cards in. Because you can go to duelsoftheplaneswalkers.com to get your coupon printed out. So if you get that, go ahead and get that busted out and uh, get the cards in. Because I got my... Uh, um, my um, Grave Titan that that you'll get when you... Um, is it alternate art, or is it the same art? No, no, no it, it's the art of this new 2012 art. It's brown. Oh, okay. it's, not, it's, not, it's not the same uh, 2011 art. It's totally different. Pretty, it's pretty cool. Kind of looks like the dude off of uh, Mortal Kombat. There's a lot of dudes on Mortal Kombat. But no, the, the main fine. boss, the guy with the with the mask and the skull down his face. Shao Kahn. Yeah, Shao, Shao Kahn. Kahn. Yeah, Shao Kahn, yeah. That's kind of what he looks like, so... Uh, but um well, thanks for listening everybody. And definitely check out the website, shoot us an email if you got any questions about anything. Uh, go ahead yeah, go ahead and um uh say out your uh your emails, you know, so everybody know about the voice. Go ahead, uh Phil. You go first, then we'll go Phil, Toast Jones. Mine's the uh, draft doctor at mtgbrainstorm.com. If you have any drafting questions or. I it was draft dude. Yeah, it's draft. Or draft dude. My bad. You're draft. Try, try to take Toby's name. I see how it is. <laughs> draft draft dude at com. And if you have any draft questions, uh, just send me a message. All right, Toby. Uh, uh, I am the deck doc. Deck doc. Oh, you're the deck uh, dude. Yeah. No, I'm Deck Doc, ass <laughs> I'm Deck Doc at uh, MTG Brainstorm.com. Oh, MTG Deck Doc? Yeah, same name. MTG Deck Doc at MTG Brainstorms.com. And you can follow me at, at MTG Deck Doc. Submit your deck ideas. We'll break them down. Or you can tell me how much my decks suck. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, what about you, Jones? I'm Darkmind at mtgbrainstorm.com. Uh, the only man to get it right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, he's an English major, damn it. Uh, yeah, and you yeah, type it yeah. out for him. Yeah. You type it out for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. And uh, I'm uh, uh, King at mtgbrainstorm.com. So hit us up. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Jones, Phil, Toby. Thanks for joining us, man, and uh, we'll come back next week, you know, even uh, greater with uh, great more deck idea cards and whatever else that uh, Wizard of the Coast can throw at us. So, you guys, take care, man. Peace. Later. Bye. Adios.
introducing Phantom of the dark walk through my heaven with levitation from these instructions He bends in these seven show moment with rugas, flash vines, bella fonte, jigger Let's keep forward this work as we confiscate your figures Yes, and it would brand